0: In-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts Adam Crowley and Colin Dunlap.
1: Fourth down in the Steel City, and the Steelers are now three and six. Crowley, Dunlap, with you, Colin. I don't know. I wanted the team to lose until they kicked the ball off, and then I root for the team to win. So I'm happy. I think it's about time for me to just admit this team, while not good, is not going to get a top five pick.
0: No, they're going to finish in the middle. They are going to pick 11th, ninth, yes, something
1: Yes, they like will. Yes, they that. will.
0: That's what the Steelers are. They might even inch their way back to six and six.
1: I think if they beat Cincinnati on Sunday at 4:25, that they will get to six and six. Call and how about them apples?
0: I oh, think might they might. I still uh, there's a long way to go. Well, Indianapolis game could be tough. Coach of the year now there, so you true. got that situation, and you never know. So,
1: you know, Mike Tomlin's winning percentage is slightly above 6.31. Jeff Saturdays is 1,000%. So you put that in your pipe and smoke it, Bill Cowher. You sanctimonious jag off. I'm just kidding. I love Bill. But Even if Saturday loses,
0: there. he's only at 500.
1: That's true, which is yeah. good enough to manage for the Pittsburgh Pirates. How about if they do get to 6-6? Six and six? We'll look back at the game that they won against the New Orleans Saints. But let's say they beat Cincinnati, and then you get two easy-er games. In Indianapolis and Atlanta. Let's say they're six and six. At that point, if you make it to six and six, what's the expectation the rest of the way? Do they have to then make the playoffs? What are we all expecting after that if they were to get to that mark where they get to 500?
0: Well, I think that we can firmly say the max out of the AFC North is two teams making the playoffs, right? Yes. So. And I don't think they can catch Baltimore, although you got them twice. They still could get them twice. I mean, could you win this division at eight and nine? No, I don't think you got to have a winning record. Probably. Yeah. Um,
1: even nine and eight's not going to do the division. I don't think Baltimore's got uh, too big of a lead.
0: I don't know about that. I don't know about that. What is Baltimore right now? Six and three. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that.
1: You know what? Somebody called me on Twitter today, Colin.
0: Tell me. Sanctimonious.
1: No, I'm a big Ravens guy. Not that I like them, but that I think they're good. Someone called me a Baltimore and I like that.
0: Wow. Like Edgar Allan Poe, almost.
1: Yes. The pros. The pros <laughs> were Edgar Allan Poe-like. <laughs> you Baltimore I don't think if they make the playoffs, it would be by winning the division. They're not going to make the playoffs. What am I even doing here? But if they did meander their way to six and well, that six, that wasn't your
0: question, though. Your question right. was if they get to six and six, what does the conversation turn to? The conversation turns to all right. It's six and six. They're at twelve. It's a six game season from, or excuse me, it's a five game season from there. If they then have a winning record in that five game season, that's nine wins. If somebody slips up. Out West, the South is the South. Um, there's an added playoff team. It's now the set. They're fight. They still stay alive in all those graphics where the team is fighting they for do. that seventh place. Uh, that seventh place partition in the bracket.
1: I mean, if they're going to f around and not get a top five pick, they might as well f around and make it interesting at the back half of the season. We're not there yet. They're they're going to have to beat Cincinnati, obviously, for this to become a likelihood because you can't get to six and six if you lose that game. And I don't know that at this point, even on Monday that I would predict that the Steelers will beat the Cincinnati Bengals, but like, let's not pretend like it's some impossibility that they beat Cincinnati. I had people on Twitter telling me today, cause I tweeted it out. I said, if they beat Cincy, they're going six and six. Oh, they can't possibly beat Cincy. I'm old enough to remember Colin that they beat Cincinnati week one,
0: different circumstances, but it did happen, and it was on the road. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember when Twitter was fun, and it sucks now. It so blows. There's also that. Um, I, I wouldn't pay too much attention to those Twitter morons. So all that said, I, I it is. I will say this in in full uh, truth about the Steelers right now, and I said this to you before. I have never lived through a season where it truly is, it plays like all singles and there's no album. It is weak. It is such a week-to-week proposition with these Steelers. There's no continuity to be had from one week to the other, either good or bad. You can't gain, like the offensive line, they play good one week. You have no idea what that means for the next week. The offensive line plays terribly. Then all of a sudden they're okay. Chase Claypool, he goes down the field. He was good. Bang, then he's traded um Najee Harris has a good week what does that mean for next week he could gain 21 yards on 14 carries next week it wouldn't surprise me in the least um there is absolutely nothing linear about this this season either good or bad and I don't think I've lived through one even though we're just you know beyond the halfway point barely I don't think I've lived through one like this that are clearly all independent games and people say you get hot at the right time or they hit a lull. Like, it is just this Sunday, then the next one, then the next one, and there was nothing to be extracted from the one before. That's just the way I feel about it. I'm
1: with you. Every I would say every game looked the same except for the two games they played against legitimate contenders, big-time contenders in the Eagles and the Bills, but that's not true. You, you painted the picture perfectly there. You could say they all looked ugly and they were all one-score games apart from the Eagles and the Bills game. But some games the Steelers threw it 55 times. This game, the Steelers win and they run the ball for 217 yards against Tampa Bay. I still don't know how they got it done, probably because Tampa Bay was still trying to figure it out and they probably still are trying to figure it out. So I think you're right in that. I also wonder what the math would be about diagnosing where this team is and where they're going if TJ Watt had been healthy all season. I mean, he clearly makes that big of a difference. I realize he didn't have. You know, I think the same thing. And here I was on Friday trying to fire Mike Tomlin for Sean Payton, right? And Matt Canada still would need to go either way. But I think they'd probably have a winning record right now if they had TJ Watt. They would
0: have beat the Dolphins. There's no question. I also think this, you know, because we would be adding two wins. There's no way the fourth quarter drive on the ground happens against the Jets. There's no way the Jets just churn out – Yards on the ground. They they might turn out some. At some point, Zach Wilson's ma- made to make a gigantic throw of consequence in the fourth quarter, or at least another one. And, damn, he might beat you. But uh, the, the running lanes wouldn't have been that easy. They would not have just been able to just go ahead and, and pretty much take a toss or go ISO around the end and have free sailing.
1: You're right about that. And I don't know that it even gets to that point because Zach Wilson was running around like a madman and the Steelers' defensive front couldn't finish, well, I think T.J. Watt would have finished one or two. And listen, when you're thinking about the season coming in, you you don't predict injuries. You just can't because every team is going to go through them. Hell, Mickey Fitzpatrick's appendix exploded. Same thing happened to Joe Burrow. Weird stuff happens. It's the NFL. I saw a guy in a Bills game like three weeks ago get eye gouged, and he was bleeding out of his eye, and I've never seen that in my entire life. Did his eye fall out? Who's to say the NFL is weird. Football is weird. It's a funny shaped ball. But you, you calculate coming in, you're going to have your guys. And if they had TJ, Watt, they're on the periphery of this, which is why, while I've called them a bad team all season and they sit there at three and six, I don't think they're going to be a bad team down the stretch. And regardless of whether or not they get the six and six in that hypothetical, I think I might be more surprised than not now if they don't win more than they lose down the stretch.
0: Yes, I'm with you. More apt to gouge somebody's eye out. Larry Brown or Curly Lambeau?
1: Not Larry Brown, the Ballyhoo basketball coach?
0: No, no, the football player. Or Curly Lambeau. I can't think of a mo. Um <laughs> See what knowing with? Oh, Mo, Big Mo, one of the Mojaleski twins from the Toronto Heights. So, Larry, Mo, or Curly, more apt to gouge someone's eye out on the football field. Well,
1: you could do whatever you wanted to back in Curly's day, so that's where I'd go. <laughs> <You
0: know. laughs> that's, yeah, they were Larry
1: Johnson, really good running back for Penn State. Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Yeah, then he kind of lost his mind, right? Didn't he have some totally off-the-wall quotes? It's isn't hard Larry, to say. Isn't Larry Johnson one of those ridiculous quote hall of fame guys where he said crazy stuff either about his coach. Or- no, no. Didn't Larry Johnson want to fight Todd Haley straight up and say it?
1: Oh, you know what? That's exactly what it was. Larry Johnson wanted to go toe to toe with upper St. Clair's finest Todd yes, Haley.
0: It kind of pretty much gave it the old, you ain't never played football. Don't tell me anything. I'd it's a big, you-
1: it's a big time for the never played football guys. My man,
0: it is. Do you like the never played football guy in Miami? Cause I do.
1: Yes, I do. He played at Yale. Does that count? I guess it counts,
0: right? Did he play at Yale, or did he play in high school and then not play at Yale?
1: He played in high school, and then his Wikipedia tells me he played at Yale, but he might not have actually played while he played at Yale.
0: Right. You're right. So, nonetheless, do you like that guy?
1: Yes, I do. I didn't before. Whenever I was cutting up his press conference for Dolphins Week, I found him incredibly dry and boring, but he sort of let that weird personality out more and they're seven and three and he's this whiz kid. Everyone seems to really like him who covers him too. I root for guys like that. I don't love some media members that we get to work with all the time. I don't really dislike a lot of people, but if the media likes a coach, Mm -hmm. I'm more apt to like him because it to me shows that they take that part of the job seriously, which I don't think matters at all to fans, but it does matter to me And he wins, and it's a cool story. I don't think you can have a league filled with Mike McDaniels, but one or two ain't bad.
0: I agree with you. Quick association next. Are you ready? Yes. All right.